Welcome to the weekly episode of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. Your hosts, Stephen, and co-hosts Mike, Devin, and JD are all set. Join us and tweet your questions at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex, or send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com. Strap into your javelins, and let's drop in. Welcome, freelancers, to episode 104 of the Freelancer Codex podcast, the longest-running and currently, I think, only Anthem podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Steve, along with two of my co-hosts. Today, I'm joined by Devin and Mike, our resident ranger and interceptor. JD is not here today. His father was actually released from the hospital, so he is out there spending time with him. So we wish them all a good luck and a speedy yeah, recovery yeah. to his father. So you guys can send him all, all your messages. Best. And all your best. Thanks to everyone that is hanging out with us over on Mixer. We are not live on YouTube. For all you people that are waiting for us on YouTube, we are not live there because Devin is out of town. He is on remote at the Caverns of Carlsbad, kind of doing some scoping for the next cataclysm, probably. So he's out there. (laughs) It it does kind of look like you can find a swarm tyrant down there, though. Oh, you Uh definitely could, man. There are like so many dark tunnels, creepy looking stuff. I mean, of all the places yeah. to find one, it would be Carlsbad Caverns. I, I agree. I bet there's one down in that bottomless pit. Devin, you know, go check it out. And and there's there's some of the weirdest, like New Mexico is not known for its beautiful landscape. It is very I don't know what you're talking about. It's a rugged beauty, Steven. No, it's 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 rugged ugly. Beauty. If if you could describe sandpaper, like New Mexico would be the sandpaper of the United States. It's not. Now, it really now, is. I, there no, are not. some actually very so, beautiful places in so New Mexico. So we are still not so you getting audio from you guys, Devin and Mike. Why are we not getting audio from you guys? Hmm. That would be something for you. Yeah, you cool. gotta, gotta you get know, this. Because we, we, we thought we had it set up to where we were getting that. Let's see. You probably have your the desktop muted somewhere on your recording software. Yep. There's no way I would ever do something like that. <laughs> I mean, we've all done that at least. Once. No, I, mean, I would Mike, never. He doesn't stream. So <laughs> I don't stream. So don't give me that baloney. That's why I said except for Mike because he doesn't and, stream. And and Devin, please remember to shut up before you talk to me. Oh, I know There's why. Such I I know why and where this would be happening because we're professionals here. You guys can see <laughs> all my uh, professional stuff. I'm gonna go into my settings. You guys can go voice video. So cable B output speakers. I'm gonna change this to. Waka 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 waka. All right, Mike, I need you to talk. This is Mike with the Freelancer Codex podcast coming to you live from beautiful Farmington, New Mexico, in the picturesque San Juan Basin with right. mountains to our north. Jai, is mountains that um, is that coming through now? Because I th- I'm pretty sure it should be coming through now. Because all all indicators on my side show that you guys should be getting audio. So just believe in a great breakfast. That came through first. See, we One figured it out. Time. Uh, Jai says that you guys are coming in loud and clear. Um, so sweet. Luckily, you guys don't say much. That's very important. So it's not like we missed much by not having you guys on here. So there's that. Hanging up. <laughs> Devin, it's been a pleasure to talk to you on episode 104. Um, for some reason, my Xbox um, companion app wanted to open right now. It's like no, I'm not, we're not playing Xbox right now. 
yet. And now it really doesn't want to shut down, and it's covering everything that I have. So I guess we're just <laughs> we're just gonna roll. Dude. With it. Like like why today? Steve Are you like, struggling? I'm update these drivers, and everything's gonna be just fine. Everything. You know what Halleck would say at a time like this? What would he say? He would say. And that's how we would go. Okay, so let's get into it. Now that we're all flustered and they have no idea what we're going to be talking about, we're going to start talking about episode 104 of the Freelancer Codex podcast. 44 days since the Cataclysm is launched, all right? It's been 216 days since the game is released, and we got a couple updates today. First of all, we want to thank all of our patrons, our patrons of the show, because without you guys, we'd probably stop doing the show. So thanks for that. Um we record <laughs> we record a bunch of pre-show and post-show. And you kind of kind of said that with an air of like, thanks for being our patron. <laughs> thanks for doing or it. Else right? Or else we'd stop guys. our show. <laughs> or else. Keep okay. paying us or, or else. else. All right. You're right, Mike. It did come off like that. I appreciate every single one of you that contributes to the show. Um, it really helps us helps us out a lot. If you would like to join that awesome group of people that helped this show happen, you can do that at patreon.com slash freelancer codex. Um, pitching a dollar, be awesome, and that's very awesome of you all. Thank you very much. I won't cry today. I said I wouldn't cry. Okay, we got a couple cried in the pre-show. We got a little we got a little bit of news this week. <laughs> First of all, um week seven of the cataclysm has started. This is it's weeks it's technically it's week six, but since they extended week five because of the bug issues that they had, we are now in week seven of the cataclysm. We've gone seven days longer than intended. Um, I think. And with that update, we didn't get any updates to the cataclysm the two things that we did got we got updated in versions okay so (laughs) the two things that we did got we did got the two things that we did got (laughs) pay no attention to michael and devin um so we got the broken (laughs) magazine in version weapons have no spare ammo but enemies drop ammo more often um and then running on empty firing the last shot in a weapon steve yes I, i apologize to derail you but are you yelling on purpose um, I am excited to record episode 104. <laughs> you just just coming in a little hot. That's all. I will <laughs> back up my mic because I am like amped up to record the show because I've got a lot of emotion and a lot of feeling and I'm just ready for amped. it. Right? This is how we come okay. to every show. You know, other other shows they come in and they're like they got their hood up and they got their pants halfway down because they're like just woke up. Like not us. We're like ready to go. I took some speed before this happened, so I am ready to go. All right. So, broken magazine inversion, running on empty inversion. That's the inversion that with the last shot, your magazine... See, they did it again, which is really interesting, Mike. Okay, inversion number one is called broken magazine. And then in the description of inversion number two, running on empty, firing the last shot in a weapon's clip increases all damage for a short time. So, so hashtag triggered for Mike. Um, So, the last shot in a weapon's magazine increases all damage for a short time. So those are the two main differences for this last week. Other than that, everything else is open in the store. Everything else is the same. They reset the leaderboards for people to jump on. I think the last person, the last team I saw at number one was at 21 million points, which is a ton of points. Um, last week, yeah. I think they hit 20. So with the different inversions, maybe they were, they were able to do... Um, some content a little bit faster because of that last shot in the magazine. So good for those teams. I mean, to be up there week in and week out during the Cataclysm, props to you guys and to you ladies. Um, that's pretty awesome. Um, I hope that they do something cool for the teams that made it there. 
Um, I don't think we ever even made a huge push to try and get up there. I think we thought we wanted to, but just because of our schedules, it's, it's not. We don't even play video games together, really. The only time we ever come together is to record <laughs> the show, um, and then do other stuff. So, um, congratulations to those teams. I hope they memorial memorialize memor memor memorialize. I, I don't know if we need to memorialize them. Memorialize kind of means that you know something bad has happened. Is that what that I think they could? I think they could. I think we could honor them somehow, and um. Yeah, I don't know if we want to memorialize anyone. <laughs> Good point, Mike. Real quick, um, can I get your guys... So, there have been a lot of challenges in the Cataclysm. There's a lot of endurance challenges. There's the challenges to defeat all the Valkyries. There's challenges to um, do every event except Diana's, or except for the beach, as a, as a pacifist. Where are you guys uh-huh. with those challenges? Were they something that you guys were chasing? Is it something that, yeah, if you did it, cool. If not, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I did them all because the way they made it, uh, where it doesn't matter what difficulty you're on, I just blew through the pacifist ones on easy, and it was good because nobody else was playing, so I was playing by myself, Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's not a problem to complete them all on easy by yourself and uh, not, not shoot anybody, so... I just did those just, you know, just to get them done. It wasn't a big deal, but it took me a few minutes, and... It. Mike, know. did you did you complete any of those challenges? And whoever's playing with their bottle of Coke, stop it. <laughs> I don't, it's not me. I don't think it's a bottle of Coke. I don't know what it is, I, but stop it. Did you, did you do any of but those challenges, Mike? I did do. I did the... Uh, I got the pacifist challenges. That was actually kind of challenging um, because I, I want to shoot stuff. And so you kind of had to remind yourself, okay, don't shoot anything. Don't blow anything up. Um so, I mean, and it was fun. You got rewards from it. It was a new way to do the Cataclysm, and it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. It um, added, you know, like I said, just a little bit of something to do that was a little bit extra um, to get some rewards from it, and the rewards weren't terrible. I can't, I can't um, put the specific rewards. I mean, because you got a, you got different wraps, and you get you get a wrap for each challenge that you do pacifist and since we did it all in one run we ended get up a, getting get a, a bunch decal. of wraps so um, you get a decal not a so wrap. oh is it is it just a decal so you get a wrap towards the end for the bigger challenges but doing each okay. area pacifist you do get a decal for that but at the end when you yeah. do all of them you get a wrap yeah it, and it was fun um you know it was i think when we did our steve um Devin, I, th- I thought you were with us but you may have gotten them already before but well, we went through, I think, with uh, with Zach, and it was fun. We no, had a we good went time with and... Phaedrin. Oh, was it Phaedrin? Yeah, it was Phaedrin. Oh, I, yeah. I totally okay. remember. It was definitely Phaedrin because he. It was Phaedrin. It was Phaedrin because he was there with us. Yeah. He so and, and it was fun. No, I'm not saying that. We Spencer, you can play with us anytime, man. Yeah, we enjoy Phaedrin a lot. Um, so we went through and we did it, and it was fun, and and like I said, we we enjoyed it. So. It's a nice thing to chase. All those challenges are fun to chase because it gives you more than just, okay, now shoot these man, do these puzzles. All right, you summon the Valkyrie, shoot the Valkyrie, you know. So, it, again, it's just more stuff to do and, and more things to have fun with, and, and I appreciate that a lot. So I almost completed every single one of the challenges. There are two of them. There are three of them that I have not completed. So one of them is the last step of killing all the mans. Because I think that one you have to kill like 48,000. And I think I'm at like 20 or something, uh, 2,000. 
And then the other one is collecting green notes and collecting one of the other note challenges. So I don't think orange I'm going to go or purple or blue. No, I got, or... I got all the orange because I did the I did the Gravit King a lot and all the echoes. So you know, getting those was easy. It's really the lower tier ones. Um, yeah. So I don't know if I have any desire to go through and complete all of them um, because the rewards are just more wraps and a couple more crystals. I mean, you can't. Like the crystal reward is is non it's not even a factor when completing these things just because you get like two hundred minor crystals or whatever, but I don't have like I don't feel the drive to complete those and and I'm wondering if how they would do it differently to where it felt like hey completing this is super important before the cataclysm goes away because with it just being another wrap I don't want another wrap I would rather. Yeah. I don't know what reward that they would give us right now that's available in the game that would drive me to that unless it was like you know what the, you know what they could have done and this might just be a stupid idea right but hiding probably it probably is but hiding different pieces of the armor set behind those challenges would definitely yeah. get me to do them because it you know I'd like chasing the armor like the wraps I don't right. care too much about but doing something like that would definitely get me more interested in completing them. Well, I mean, just their whole reward system in general is, you know, I mean, we've talked about this many, many times before, but their whole reward system is messed up and, and it just doesn't uh, respect your player investment, you know? So right. Just, you know, even what's, what's that one for you got to get 150,000 points. I don't even remember what that one's called. Oh, but, challenge of challenge of might. Yeah, whatever that one is, but it's just oh, yeah. a champion of Tarsus. Yeah, well, yeah, and all it gives you is blue, you know, masterwork blueprints, which are worthless by the time you get that, and then a gold, you know, material. It's like, I mean, do they not understand like how long it takes to actually accomplish this? Are they not testing right. how long it takes to get stuff? Are they overestimating how much the players are going to play? Like, oh yeah, we burn through content, but. I mean, we don't burn through 150,000, you know. We don't whatever. burn through going back and <laughs> doing the same stuff over and over and over. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. that's fine because, I mean, when we talk about rewards and, you know, you know, incentive to play, ultimately the reward system always comes up because there's it's flawed. And it, we, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But for me, like, you know, I guess the biggest driver in this game right now for me personally is armor sets. And there's no way to earn those in-game. Well, I guess that's not true. You can earn them in the Cataclysm. You can earn one set in the Cataclysm, and you can earn one helmet in the Cataclysm. But if those were spread out between challenges in the game, I would actually more actively pursue them. But because they're not... I, because... I agree. I, I would love it if that stuff was added to the loot table. You um, know, and, and even if it was broken up into legs, chest, arms, helmets, you know, like... Like give us a chance to get that helmet through through a chest. That I mean, it would make it would make it a little bit more fun to to chase. Right. So I I don't think I'm going to complete those last challenges, and I'm not too broken up about it because I I mean we don't know if this cataclysm is going to come back in the future. Maybe they'll still be there. Um, we just don't have a lot of information on it. So the other little bit of piece of news after week seven stuff. Um, armor set refunds are being sent out to some people. I saw this as I was on the Reddit last week during the first reset that had the interceptor and the ranger 
armor sets on them. I think they're the new ones. They look almost like Corvus stuff to me. Um, some people were getting a weird error where it was showing that those armor sets were available for all the javelins. It made it look like if you bought... the, It was almost like a decal. Like uh, the decals, the wraps, all that stuff has every single javelin icon on it showing that you can equip it yeah. with everything. Um, I didn't have this bug on PC. Um, I don't know who had it, where it was more common. But they started sending out refunds for it. So if people bought it, they could still keep it. And they refunded their money. So kind of interesting thing. When we downloaded those in the PTS, we for sure thought that it was for all four. I mean, based on the wording and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're not paying attention to the icon, because it just had the icon that designated which javelin it was for. I mean, you just read it and it's like, oh, it's for all the javelins. I mean, that's what it is. It makes this, you assume that it's for all the contains a complete right? so, set, yeah. And when you read those words, you're like, oh, okay, it's all of them. But then it's not. And then you have to buy them separately again, yeah. you know. And I don't know. It's It was frustrating. It's a There's a lot of things that were frustrating. And, I mean, it's fun. It's good content. Um, you know, it's going to be over. I don't know. Is it, hopefully I'll have a chance to finish it when I get back tomorrow. So. <laughs> oh, so you <laughs> still – One more time. Yeah, I mean, you have to play through it one time. So the – I mean, you've already seen the cutscene. The cutscene is the same one that we had in the PTS, so oh, okay. that's not different. So I guess let's, did they fix it? Did they finish it? <laughs> they they um yeah. Oh, I guess you didn't see that last part. You didn't see the last part where we confront Vera. So there is that little bit that you need to see. I actually recorded all the cutscenes. Spoiler and, uh, alert, Stephen. Oh yeah, I know. Um, so I I actually tried to record all the cutscenes that we had at the last, so I could put together a video, and then I went to look at the three videos that I recorded with the last dialogue options with Harkin. And all my video was messed up, and you couldn't see anything. <laughs> I got audio, but you couldn't see any of the video, so that was a big bummer. So I have to figure out if I want to go through on my second je- on my second pilot and actually go through and do all that. So as this as this event is wrapping up, next week it's going to be over. Like whoever's breathing into the microphone, stop it. Um, but Mike. <laughs> like whoever's <laughs> breathing, stop it. You guys stop, stop breathing, breathing right now. So this what is you- what you can expect from the. Uh- <laughs> I'm I am sorry, Michael. You breathe as much as you want into the microphone. No, I don't want to breathe. Don't tell me what to do. I won't tell you what to do. Um, <laughs> so, cataclysm wise, like, what's your overall feelings on the cataclysm? From now that we're getting towards the end, you've been able to play at the beginning, got to play at the PTS. Like, it's ending. It's going away for we don't know how long. Next week. I mean, was this a good event? Was this? Do you want to see more cataclysm? Um, style events in the future, or do you guys want to see something different? Is it okay if this goes away? If it, is it okay if it comes back in a month with some changes? I mean, what are your feelings overall on the cataclysm? Then we'll start with you, Mike, since you were breathing. You're ready to go. I am breathing. I enjoyed it. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad event. As far as as far as the actual what you have to do, you go through. You do the puzzles. The puzzles were fun. Um, the inversions were great. Finding all the all the hidden stuff was fun. You know, tweaking it to make the best runs, making sure you kill the stuff in the right order, chasing that leaderboard. That wasn't bad. It was fun. It was fun to do. It was a new challenge. Um, so I enjoyed it. the The overall event, I I, I mean, giving it out of a ten, I'd, I'd give it, you know, seven and a half to eight. It was fun. Um, not not super like raid like like in other games that we've played when we first went through and defeated Vera we didn't I didn't have that same kind of I don't know if elation is the right word but that same kind of satisfaction 
when when doing some other activities and other games, um, like which the, is why the score like the is not glass. a. Is that what yeah, so so thinking back to the Vault of Glass when, from Destiny when we did that for the first time, that was, I mean, took getting all months. of it was did. Group? <laughs> our group, our group took a long time to get ready and geared and leveled, and then when we when we finally went through it, and I don't know how you guys felt about it, Devin. I think you had ended up completing it before the rest of before our group did it because you went yes. through with another one of your groups, and so I don't mm-hmm. know. If the first time you did it, you had like that feeling, but I had like I can re- I it's, it's weird because it's one of those things that I can remember. I can remember what I was in. I can remember what chair I was in. I can remember, you know, the t- the the time we ended up. And this is really weird, but because we ended up ending the event at twelve eighteen in the morning, um, so that time is like burned in my head. Um, but and and so it's for the like first a time, special moment for you. It, it really was. It it really it really was. Um, and so and I compare that to to beating Vera for the first time, and it wasn't it was just like, like a that. raspberry. Um, it wasn't a raspberry because you have that completion. <laughs> but, I mean, I... but it wasn't like this big moment, which which is again why I would rank it seven point five to eight because it wasn't like something that I remember. I don't remember, you know, all the ins and outs about it like I do with with doing Vault of Glass for the first time. Well, well, and I, um, and I think there is a little bit of like comparing apples to oranges um, from Destiny to this because I because I agree because Vault of Glass and beating Crota for the first time in the dark below oh, yeah. are probably like top two like gaming moments that I've had for the right. same reasons that you had, Mike. Because it's like we came together as a team. You're beating your head against something for hours, multiple days, and you finally come <laughs> together and you can execute. And, you know, that, that first time where we downed Crota for the first time and we're all yelling at, in the microphones at each other, I think that's probably one of the feelings <laughs> that, that you're always chasing when we pick up a looter shooter because that's yep. one of the feelings that, like, had the biggest impression on you. Like, hey, this is what, you know, looter shooters and social games can do for you. They kind of give you that high because, I mean, you, there was adrenaline running, like not being able to sit down and you're shaking because you were yeah. finally able to get Atheon and everyone shot the stupid oracles. They came through. No one died because the what you call it blew up in their faces, you know, and there were no glitches like, yeah, no one was trapped in a bubble and rocketed themselves to death. Like yeah. it all came together <laughs> and it was and it was a big it was a big event for us, for the six of us. Well, the five of us, because Devin did it. Right. By himself. And, Devin, and so, always, Devin always plays with himself. It's weird. Yeah. We, tr- we try getting him to stop. <laughs> but. So, no look, right? So, so those are the I moments that you chase. Um, yeah. Those are the moments you chase. My cataclysm experience, right? I'm going to separate it go back to the PTS because that's where I had the most fun, right? If I based it off of my experience when it was live, I'd give it, you know, four or five out of ten. But based on PTS, you know, I, I'm still, I'll put it at like the seven and a half to eight. Because I had a good time during the PTS. Because, you know, I was able to get gear. I was able to, you know. And you were easily, doing something you know, new. get gear. Yeah, I was doing something new. But then when I had to start all over again, and I could never get any good gear. And, like, getting the gear out of the boxes and everything else, all the problems that we have with that. And it's just... It just, you know, pissed me off because it, it, it just didn't respect the time that I invest into the game where it just, you know, they're like, oh, good luck. 
You know, here's right. RNG up your butthole. Figure it out. And, <laughs> um, you know, I'm just like, it's just super frustrating. It was so frustrating. And it doesn't create those moments, you know, like that you're talking about that we chase and that we're, we're going with. And, you know, sometimes for me, you know, taking two months, it was still awesome for me when we completed it with our group. But I just got tired of failing time and time again because, you know. You hit it just well. Just want you to know that you hit it well. <laughs> I did not hide it. What are you talking about? So, <laughs> and, I th- and I think it's hard to make those comparisons. Because, well, I, I, I will mean, say this. different games, different type of activities. They are. And, I mean, we would love to have that kind of activity in Anthem where it was, you know, take you – Many hours and take people that are super dedicated to really figure it out and then take groups that are kind of mixed with some filthy casuals versus, you know, more hardcore players. And, um, you know, where you have to play for a month or whatever every Saturday, you know, and try and stuff without people leaving or this and that. And- <laughs> or, uh, or Xboxes updating in the middle. Yeah, that's frustrating. So so I think there's a couple things that they can learn from this in the future. Like one of the things that I think that they should take, um, like the next big event that they have like this, whether it's raid-like, whether it's cataclysm-like, um, I think you need to give people the option to turn off the matchmaking. Because as much as yeah. we, you know, say, hey, we need people in here to complete stuff, you know, sometimes you just want to go in alone. Sometimes you just want to go in with three people and do this content. And it makes it more enjoyable because if you're always fighting, you know, you're fighting issues with, sorry, I got something stuck in my throat. You're fighting all these Get other issues out. like bugs and um, other things going on. You don't want to be fighting another random player that has to be in there. So I think one thing that they can do in the future is, you know, make it optional. If I want to go into a private game in the Cataclysm, allow me to do that. If I want to make it public, yeah. allow me to do that. And that's fine. Um so I, but that doesn't fit what they want us to do. I mean, it, that's what I really think that Cataclysm was really mostly about was, I mean, honestly, that's how I feel where it was more about forcing the player to do things the way that Bioware wanted you to do them and less about allowing players to play the way that they wanted to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, they give us some choices, but for the most part, it was, you know, designed for four players. If you go in by yourself, it's not going to be friendly, but you can you can try and do that. But not if you go at any regular difficulties. So, you know, so what you, the loot, everything else was all about how they designed the system, how they wanted you to get it. And it wasn't really about listening to feedback that they'd already received, you know, and told that this is a bad system, this is not going to go well. And they're like, well, this is how we're going to do it. So, right. Oh, well. So so when you when you say that when you say that they didn't want you to play the way that you wanted to play so what are examples of like things that you would have them change to where you feel like you have the control to do what you want to do if that makes any yeah. sense cuz you know we always we always bring solutions so what would be a solution that you have to where you would get the feeling that hey I am playing on my own terms and this is what I want to do and I'll still be progressing well, So I think, I think first, you mentioned first you mentioned a simple one Steve yeah you mentioned a simple one just the ability to turn off matchmaking. Okay. What else? Uh, so I would also do for the loot, especially for the loot. I mean, they fix some of the problems later on, uh, you know, allowing you to get stuff. But if that, if that would have all been available right from the get-go, you would have been able to be javelin specific. And then not just all lumped into the same thing, just still try and put more RNG in there. I mean, just let us get the loot. 
You know, mm-hmm. it, just stop making it so hard to get the loot because you're making me not want to keep playing when I have to play over and over and over again to get the crystals. And then just keep blowing all those crystals on your loot boxes when the stuff doesn't get there. Because even if you do get it, most of the time it has bad inscriptions. And so they, there's so many random uh, bits to their loot that making it harder to get the loot. I mean, it, it's not fun to chase the loot. Yeah. You, you know, right now it's not fun to chase that loot. And, you know, it, again, it just goes back to that the big problem, you know, the core system of the loot. Which we know they're working on. Sometime, we'll, we'll find out. Maybe well, next year. Yeah. Well, let, but, let's get into that then, because I mean, yeah. I, I mean, we. I I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that. So we're gonna move on. All right. So the blog update from Chad nice. Robinson. I mean, because because <laughs> oh, we can gonna... we can always go back to hey we need this fixed and unfortunately I think. It needs to be that way, but it doesn't give you much to talk about right now, right? When we can yeah. say, hey, how can we fix this? And we always go back to, well, this base piece back here needs to be updated before you can do anything, before you can do anything new, right? And that, and that's, mm-hmm. that's gotta it's be frustrating just, for them and it's frustrating for us. To push past it, you know, it's like that, that one core system causes so many other problems. It does. Yeah. That it's, it's hard. All right, that's what she said. All right, so let's talk about our main topic here. Let's talk about an update that Chad Robertson put out on the on the blog. So Chad and Casey have, and, well, John did put out one blog update in December of 2018. But other than that, all Anthem-related blog updates have come from either Casey Hudson or Chad Robertson. All right, so Chad is head of life services, and he put this out on Tuesday. And... Well, we'll read what Chad says here, and I think we want to talk about these things and go over them point by point. So he says, hello, freelancers. We are nearing the end of the cataclysm, so I wanted to talk about what's coming for Anthem. And and I think this is the thing that we need to remember. So Chad says, I want to talk about what's coming for Anthem. First, I'm proud of our team for creating a fun new experience for our players, and we'll all agree that we did have fun in the Cataclysm. It represents the largest post-launch update that we've delivered so far. That is also true. We were humbly excited by the increase in player engagement we've seen with the Cataclysm. The team and I appreciate... Stop messing with that bottle. The team and I appreciate the response and support. It is what keeps us motivated to continue to improve Anthem. All right, so, and, you know, we saw increase in people coming back on Reddit. We saw increase of people coming back on our Discord that, hey, if there's new content, people want to check it out, and I think it did do that. We, we don't know by how much um, that increased the ter- the player retention, but, hey, a lot of people came back. A lot of people were in the Reddits, in the Discord, so good on them for doing that. Those of you in our player community that played on our public test server gave us valuable feedback from your play that we use to influence our changes to the game. PTS is an invaluable tool we will leverage for future updates with Anthem. Some of the changes made to the Cataclysm based on your input were... But let's go back to this really quick. So, Devin, knowing that you burnt yourself out on the PTS, is that something you will do in the future when new stuff comes out? Uh, With Anthem, no, I don't think. The just the content isn't there for me to be able to play. Um, I mean, like other games that I play, I see thieves and different things where I'm, I play their their insider or the PTS builds and help them work on that stuff. 
and it's not as you know big of an issue jumping into the when it's there live because there is more content things to do. Um, but yeah, I think that was also another big problem for me is fully invested in the PTS and played forty plus hours or whatever. You played a lot just, of the PTS. Yeah, I, play, I mm-hmm. played a lot in the PTS. I put a lot of bug reports in. I commented a lot, did, you know, and then when you go live and you just back to zero, it's like, oh my gosh. So I mean, and then, you, you know, and, and that sucks just, because if you get burned out on the PTS, then that's going to be one less person filing bug reports and feedback for it. So it's mm-hmm. it's almost like a double edged sword. That okay, you burned yourself out. You're not going to go in and again. You lose you lose one person that you know has that potential to see things that maybe someone else wouldn't see. And I don't know what the majority of people felt this way are, but I mean, it's kind of, it kind of sucks for you because you're like, and when everyone's talking about the PTS, you're going to be like, well, I guess I'm going to wait for it to come out because the PTS was live for a month and a half. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest problem is the way they did the PTS instead of doing like actual focus builds. It's just like. Here you go. Go play it. Figure stuff out. You know. Let us know if you find problems. I mean, that's how it kind of felt to me when I play other people's insider builds or PTS, where it's like, this week we want you to focus on this or this play session. This is what we want you to focus and give us feedback on. And because I mean, I enjoy doing that. I've been doing alphas and betas and all that stuff for I don't even know fifteen, twenty years now, and it's just fun because they they give you direction on what they're looking for. You know. And you're like, okay, I have a purpose. I'm going in. I'm not just like playing it like it's the actual game. Whereas PTS or Anthem, it was just like, I'm just playing it like it's the actual game because there's nothing to do in the regular Anthem. So I'm going to play the PTS, which is the new content. And there's no real direction there from the developers of what they're looking for, what they need. So probably more (laughs) focused like weekend, weekend server tests or weekend tests that, hey, you know, go in. See if you can move the echoes from here. See if anything despawns. Let's try to focus yeah. on these several things for these couple hours, and then we'll move on. Because, yeah, yeah I, I like, think you're give, right. Give the players direction. Don't just yeah. throw it Don't out Don't just there open it up. Say, have at it. Figure it out. You know, like, give us some direction. Show us you're professional. You know, let us know what you're doing. You know, I don't know. It's just It was frustrating just even when I was playing, I was having a lot of fun. But it was just like, again, like I said, I was just playing it like a regular game because – there was no focus. There was no purpose other than to just play it and see if I find something that breaks or whatever and then report it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was it. So. Oh, all right. So a couple of things that they changed because of the um, PTS. Um, what's the word? Feedback. There you go. That's a word. Mm-hmm. Combat balancing improvements. That's work. probably because the Gravedigger was too powerful. They adjusted that. Adjustments for minor to major crystal economy. Additional types of reward traits. Providing yeah, that more was, player was, choice. <laughs> Now, it I know was rough they, when they had the high, when the things were way more expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I know that they changed. They added the the, the javelin specific crates, but they did that during the game. So during while it was live, anyway. U uh, yeah. UX tips and load screens for better to better explain cataclysm mechanics. Do you, this is this is something that I don't I don't care if people like get tips and hints on how to do this stuff. Like mm-hmm. this is like if this is your top tier stuff. Like, I don't want people to be handed like, hey, this is how you do it. We're showing you, hey, come look at this. Because that has the, some people will be like, all right, this is how I'm supposed to do it. And they won't find different ways to do it. So if there is a more efficient, 
quicker way to do something. They'll just be like, hey, this is how I learned it, and this is what we're going to do. Um, I guess This the, is how we're supposed to do it. I we're guess I'm more of like, a, hey, yeah, I just, you know what? If they want to figure it out, if they want to play it, you know, get in there, figure it out. And I think this is where making things private will help a lot. I think people are more apt to go in, screw up themselves instead of affecting a team and actually learn how to do things. Because currently you go in and just like, well, either this group is going to mess up or they're not. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I actually, I'm mm-hmm. not a, I don't care if people have tips and tricks to explain how to do these things. I mean, we figured it out on our own. No one told us how to do it. We got in. We went there. We figured we it out. You know, have someone walk us through for a couple of days to show we us told, how to do everything. We told a couple so. other people how to do it too. So, you know. <laughs> All right. So There's final that. score banners to show how much score was gained from playing on higher difficulties. All right. So this is the big thing. What's next for Anthem? We hear Nothing. your concern. Shut up. I'm reading. Oh. <laughs> we hear your concerns on core issues in Anthem and are acting on it. Those systems require a more thorough review and reworking versus quick fix. We got a team working on that now, and early results are promising. All right, so Anthem 2.0, guesstimate, probably EA Play next year, right? Um, that's what this is telling us? Maybe. That's my Maybe. guess. That gives them... I mean, cause they, give, I mean, they made the first game in 16 months. You know, I mean, it had great, some good core components, right? So, I mean, they, they didn't just start working on it after Chad put out this this blog, no, post. I mean they've, they've been, been working on two point since stuff. the game launched. I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, um, hopefully. We're I hoping. mean, yeah. So, so they've been working on it for a while. That gives them, like you said, it gives them a year and a half. They've got most of the work done with everything that we have right now. So, just core systems. So, core systems. I'm gonna guess we're gonna be talking about loot. We're talking about inscriptions. We're talking about um, player sheets, balancing maybe. So all these things that we've been complaining about since the beginning are probably being looked at. Knowing that yeah. and knowing that it's probably going to be another nine months before we see any of this. Um, yeah, I mean, you would hope that they would actually give us more concrete details, you know, about like, okay, we understand this cataclysm is ending. You know, we're going to have another event. They're, they're teasing us with like, yeah, we're going to have more stuff. But it's like, when? You know, are you going to yeah. have it, like, soon? Well, I mean, well, well, the thing I hate, it's not just an anthem, but, like, other, I mean, seasonal content is fun to do, but if there's nothing after it coming soon, you know, that it's just like, okay, we had this cool new content, and now it's gone. Now we're just back to the base game with nothing extra to do, so then I just got to move on. You know, right, and, yeah. Yeah, and, so 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 I'm gonna read I'm gonna read through this real quick because we don't have a lot of, a lot more time because we got things to do. So and then and then we can give our all of our thoughts on this on this statement. All right. So Chad continues to say, in order to address these long range plans, we are moving away from the act structures for updates. All right, the things that we were promised, those are gone. No more acts. Acts two and three, not going to see anything on them. Instead, was we there have Act One. What was Act One? Act, we were just in Act 1. Act 1 was the Echoes of Reality. Instead, we have additional seasonal updates planned for this year that we think players will enjoy. These events will deliver challenges and chases similar to what you have seen and are built around some fun themes we're bringing to the game. As I said previously, we want to be transparent with you that we, that we know more work needs to be done to make Anthem better. We also want to ensure we're backing up our words with a great game you can play. So I don't have any news today to share about the long-term changes we're bringing to Anthem. What I can say is that we will continue to engage with you, 
our community through PTS when we show you what is coming. Stronger Together, Chad, Head of Life Service. Um, so real quick, the acts going away sucks because we were promised at least three things were going to come out in the new future, in the near future. Knowing that those things are gone and they're going to a seasonal update. So I'm guessing the Cataclysm was a seasonal update. Um, that was season one, maybe. And that they think we're going to enjoy this. First thing, I, I, I want to address like the Bioware team and Bioware like upper management. Like, I want you guys that are listening, because I know some of you do, come out and be confident about your damn game. Right? <laughs> Don't come out and be like, oh, we think you're going to like it. You have some awesome talent on your team. Like, your animation team is freaking knocking it out of the park with their cutscenes, with the character interactions that we have. You have people like Tal Peleg, who's worked on some of the best, you know, franchises in the gaming history. And to come out and just be like, yeah, I think you guys will like this. It's like, you know what? Come out and swing the damn bat, like we said in the past. Be confident in what you're delivering to us. And we might have a little bit more faith on what's happening. Like, I hate these... I really hate it when they come out and be like, yeah, I, we're, we hope you're really going to like it. You know, like you said, Devin, like, come out and tell us. Like, yeah. just, I don't understand why you're, like, backing away, like, because first of all, someone read this update and said, hey, this is okay to put out. First of all, you title it. There's a lot of first of alls, first of all. So what's next <laughs> for Anthem? And then you don't tell us what's next? Yeah. You tell us that. In the future, there's going to be fixes that are coming down the line that probably aren't going to be here for another half a year. And then you tell us we have similar things coming back out that, you know, similar challenges, similar chases. We don't know what that means because we've had Elysian chesses, chests, chesses. We've had <laughs> cataclysms. So what does that mean? We've had the sunken cell. So we've had three different things that have been released in this game. And if you tell us similar things are coming out, what does that mean? Is it going to be a yeah. stronghold? Is it going to be more chests? Is it going to be another cataclysm? We have no information based on what you've told us. And coming off of cataclysm, your biggest update that you've had since the game is released, and then you tell us nothing? Okay, so we I mean, got to they, the top of the roller coaster, and then you what? Stuff. Just right. stopped us? <laughs> like, this is the... Why? This makes zero sense to me more than anything that has ever not made sense that has happened from the PR team from Anthem. Like, this yeah. is the time you keep people here because there are people paying attention. Tuesday, if this goes away and no one's paying attention and you don't tell us what's coming next, but that, hey, we said something's coming in the future, I'm sorry. Like, what the hell? That Well, and they, you know, Cataclysm didn't launch with any fanfare. It just... It just launched. You know, I mean, their PR department, I mean, honestly sucks right now. And, and I mean, look, we're, we're critical on this game. We're critical on what's happening because we're passionate about this. I mean, we, we love Anthem. We care about it. We wouldn't, you know, be talking about it every, you know, week or, you know, 104 episodes just talking about Anthem because we don't care about the game. It's like we care about the game. We want it to succeed. And it's just frustrating with that are happening and, I mean, I know I'm sure some developers are frustrated and, and uh, they want things to go better, but it's just, I mean, they need to get somebody in there that can act 
some direction or give us, you know, some direction to the general public. You know, they're they're not really giving us any good updates. I mean, even if they want to ballpark it to say, yeah, we have, you know, give us a similar kind of data launch kind of window. Okay, we're going to be trying to launch the next, you know, event, seasonal event between this time. Like, give you give you a month and a half or whatever. It's like, I mean, you hopefully you've been working on stuff the whole time while Cataclysm has been going. I don't know. I, I don't want to keep splitting their team up, you know, like, you have, like I said, there's people working on the core stuff to remake all of that. And you have people working on live service. But then it's like, okay, you have a small team that works on your live service. It's currently live, but what's coming next? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can't have that team that's working on the big fixes because that's certainly not coming out soon. So you have to have, like, three teams. One who's, you know, are working on stuff that's currently out, and they're trying to fix all the bugs with what they got now. And then people that are working on what next, and I don't know. It's just it's frustrating in the videos and developers that are just like giving you constant updates, like every week, and talking about things. What's going on? What are they fixing? I mean, they have two community managers. So it's like you keep cutting in put, and out. Put Devin. some stuff out. Yeah, you're yeah. cutting. Devin's. So I was it's good. They're they're cutting my words because I'm swearing at them. So just just like quick numbers, I was looking at like when the last time the Anthem Twitter account actually tweeted something, and they and recently they did the blog from from Chad that was updated. So this these are just like number these are just numbers, okay? So we have two people that are actively on Twitter promoting this stuff. So it's the Anthem Anthem Game Twitter handle, and then AJ. Um, I don't Drew is no not Drew Jesse. Jesse, thank you. I was like, Drew, who's Drew? I was like, oh, it's my son's soccer coach. Um, and he's not doing anything with Anthem, so that doesn't make any sense. So AJ, I don't think is... AJ appears to be working on other properties in EA just from his Jesse? Twitter account. Jesse, whatever. Okay. AJ and Jesse, you got J's. It's very similar. Jesse appears to be doing other stuff. So he hasn't tweeted about Anthem in a long time. So I'm just assuming that he's moved on to other things within EA. I don't know. That's just from looking at Twitter. Well, I mean- okay. In their announcement, right? They they're hiring another person, aren't they? They're looking for somebody to work with. They are. They're looking for a community and for a community a manager community for manager? Anthem specifically. All right. So Anthem Twitter handle. Last thing that they put out, they put out an update. One thousand likes. All right. They put out another one about the community cortex for the last week. Four four hundred likes. Um, update for one point four point one six hundred likes. Reminders about week five three hundred thirty one likes. Then we go down. to to like the Bioware account that, you know, doesn't really say much about Anthem either. They've got 1.4 thousand likes when they send out a message about um, the new studio they are moving to. Like they're, I don't understand like why we have so many different places that information is being released from the game. And you know what? I, I've realized I started walking down a path that I don't even care to walk down. It's just weird that there's not one direct line of communication that people can go to and people can follow. It's either... You know, on AJ's Twitter handle or the Anthem Twitter handle, and AJ's probably running both of them, so it just confuses me more. So, big takeaway of all this, and because I'm just getting like really frustrated that they're not showing confidence in their own product when I really think they should be at this point. I just, just, I don't even know, Mike. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I just don't know. 
And I don't know if that's good or if it's just taken me a really long time to finally reach this point. Because at some point, you you want something to be the way it is so hard that you're like just straining for it to happen, and you know, you're trying to will it into existence. Yeah, I think so. I I really am. I, I mean, just we we see the potential right in this game, and there's so much opportunity, and it just frustrates us. I mean, but none of us work at the studio. None of us are making the game, and and they all have their own issues, things, and they made choices that led them down certain paths, and um. You know, things have not worked out for him whatsoever. <laughs> and, and, I mean, we just want it to be better. And I don't know if that's just like, okay, hey, guys, we're working on this stuff. It's not going to be here until next year. I mean, just tell us. Just, just be yeah. honest. I mean, we're all guessing it anyway. You know, when you're saying stuff like, yeah, we'll have similar content out this year, but the other stuff's not for a long time. Yeah. Okay. And next and I – and I think we just need, like, the last line that Chad says, he says, what I can say is that we will continue to engage with you, our community, through PTS, when we can show you what is coming. So the only time we will get communication from them is when the PTS comes up when they want feedback. Otherwise, it's just going to go dark again like we were. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and and that's something that, like, in my mind, I have to come to terms with, that we are going yeah. back to the days where, a paragraph Nothing's of information been, yeah. will carry us through a show. And I don't know if I want to do that. So <laughs> it's tough. I mean, it's, it's hard because we're like, it's again, we're just, we have put so much time and energy into this and our passion for this game. And when you hear passionate about something, you see it battling time and time again, and it just gets frustrating because they don't talk to you. They don't, it's just like, just talk to us. I don't understand. Just, just talk to us. It's not not hard. Yeah, you know. I mean, there's so many things that they could do. I mean, they could release concept art. They could do shows about animation. They could do all these things, you know, to keep giving us stuff to talk about Anthem. There's so many opportunities to talk about Anthem, but they just, you know, sit on their butts and throw their thumbs. I don't understand. Well, there's and you a ton know, of content there. Talk about it. And again, just the other side of that coin is is like we alluded to a little bit. We don't know what the studio is going through internally. It could be going through some changes. It could be going through some of its own type of growing pains. And and again, it, it could be possible that we're not able to have this information for reasons X, Y, and Z that, that don't need to be public or can't be public or whatever. Um, but... But the the other side of that is is that's the reason that's the purpose of a community manager to to get communicate stuff out communicate with the community exactly and to manage what you can talk about. I I can't imagine that there are things that just can't be talked about. Um, Steve, I mean, you hit it right on the head, and or I think it might have been Devin. You know, then then get your sound people out and have them talk about what it's like to create sounds for creatures that don't exist. Get your, get your weapon designers out and, and interview them and, and ask them, you know, why they decided to use this type of weapon and stuff. And it's, it's those little nuggets of lore of backstory. Um, because I think from, from what we understand, what I understand, at least from our world today is that that's what stuff, that's the stuff people care about. I mean, you think about the MCU and everybody wanting to know everything about who did what and what this means and what that means. And then you go into all these other different arenas where, where you know, you want to find all these Easter eggs and you want to, to go deep into stuff when really, 
I mean, it's one movie and people are tearing it apart. You know, in this instance, it's one game and, and you can break it down and tear it apart and get stuff from it and learn about it. You know, Steven's section on lore that he, that he's building and, and the stuff that he loves about the storytelling and, and all that. Those are the things that, that Steve wants you to be proud of and be proud of it, you know, and yeah, uh, he, I Steve, mean, Steve's passionate and, and we appreciate that about our, you know, fearless leader. Cause this is his brainchild here and, and back, you know, a hundred and, <laughs> 110 weeks ago when we decided we were going to start covering Anthem. I mean, he was excited about it. And then, so you get attached to it. And so when you see it handled the way it's been handled, it's easy to get frustrated when, when all you want is just something. It doesn't have to be huge, but, but in today's world, when everybody is reading between the lines and when you tell us what you're going to, that you're going to tell us about new stuff, but then you don't tell us anything that's more telling than than what you tried not telling us yeah. and that's cause for concern and, it, and, and that's it, and that's something that is out there now i mean you put it out there and so now you're going to have to deal with that when people start saying okay it's time to jump ship because they're not telling us anything or the next thing we're going to hear is when another pts shows up and who knows if i'm going to play or not because the last time i played the pts you didn't listen to my feedback and it was just open ended, and that's and that's not a good way to conduct a test. Yeah. So, and, and I agree, Mike. I mean, all all points I I am a hundred percent with you on. And then, you know, when we talk about things like the cutscenes and the story that we did get with the Cataclysm, I think that was my favorite part of the Cataclysm was the new stories. You know, talking about Vera and the the spear and her Valkyries, the wings of the spear, like that kind of stuff is interesting to me, and that's the mm-hmm. st- kind of stuff that I go for. But now that I know that they've scrapped all acts, which is most likely where more story content would come from in the future, that means getting all these voice actors back in the studio, creating those lines and actually recording lines, now going to just seasonal content, not knowing what that means in regards to the story for Anthem. Is it just going to be delivered in notes? Is it just going to be delivered by on-screen text? Because it costs a lot of money to record those lines and put those lines there. Cause you have to do it in multiple languages. Is so. it, is it just cortex entries, which, which really is, is kind of a convoluted system of getting in and finding your information and putting everything in order and piecing out a story. If you don't get your entries in the right order. Um, right. Cause and, it's kind of, they're, they're buried in there. I mean, the cortex is not friendly to navigate. So and I, and I know yeah. this is this is something that probably most people won't have picked up on, but all the text in the in Anthem, like all the notes, at one point during the PTS, you were able to translate all that into Latin, and then from Latin you could you know transfer it, um, translate it into English, and they would actually say things. Like more recently, like the note you picked up from Harkin at the end of the Cataclysm, that doesn't translate to anything anymore. I don't know if they just gave up on that. If that's something that they're just like, this isn't important, we're not doing this anymore, not enough people care. like, mm-hmm. And that's kind of an indicator to me on like where priorities are. Like if the little things start to fall apart, um, it makes me worried. Anyway, yeah. um, I think this horse is dead and we've beaten it. So we'll stop beating <laughs> the dead horse. This episode. 
Yeah, this episode. Um, And then we're just going to have to find out what happens next week. I mean, Tuesday will be the big indicator of what we're doing moving forward. Because, I mean, after this, if it's back to strongholds, then I don't know. We'll just have to and cross we do, that bridge when we get there. We do want to let people know that, I mean, we're I still going to be here. You can't hear me. We we just we want to let people know that we're still going to be here. We're going to do what we do. Um, it may look different in the future. It, it may have a retooling if things don't improve or you know change because um, there might not be it might not be necessary for us to be here week after week after week. But but we will definitely let you know what what is going to happen moving forward because because we respect your time and and we definitely respect our time. So yeah, and so. And to all the devs that are working, you know, heads down on this thing, like, you know, we, we can see the work that you're doing and I, and we're, we're, we're proud of the work that you're putting out, um, from the environmental team to the sound team, cinematics team, like you guys are doing amazing work. All those other teams that people don't even know about that are doing work, all of the programmers on the back end, like we, we can see the work that you're putting in. We just hope the Bioware sees the work that you're putting in. So until next time, freelancers, um, be excellent to each other. Catch us on other podcast at shutupandrespawn.com. You can go find us there for more talk. Um, and until next time, their shape or storm on the horizon is diminishing. Um, we'll see you on the well, other side. Yeah, it's, I think it's been downgraded to a tropical depression. <laughs> tropical depression. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Freelancer Codex, on Facebook at Freelancer Codex, or through email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Join the Discord through the link provided at freelancercodex.com. Our show will always be free, but if you'd like to send some support, you may do so at patreon.com slash freelancercodex. Our individual Twitter handles are at Stephen Lamson, at mlamson25, at neverfear, and at jdthejokedealer. Freelancers, it's time to get to work.